Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. Hey, Trish. So I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. How are you? So good. Thank you. So yes. <laughs> I'm so excited to have a stylist. So you are a, um, you do a clo- clothing stylist, right? Yes, yes, I do personal styling, so I help women in their wardrobes, make them feel more confident in the way that they dress. Wonderful, I love that. I I mean, as you can see, no one else can see this, but I'm wearing a t-shirt and sweatpants, like, (laughs) I probably need you to help me, like, fix my whole life. (laughs) No, no, that's okay. When you're working from home, we can be comfortable, too. Yes, definitely, definitely. So let's dig into, you know, your stylist journey and being a personal stylist. So how did you get started, and, like, what made you decide to be a stylist? Oh man, because it's like it's so glamorous, right? When you think about it, right? on the red carpet, they look amazing in their cool couture gowns. Like that is what totally inspired me. But man, my journey has been so evolving throughout the years. So I I started off as like a kid who loved fashion, and that's super normal for most girls, right? We like right. Hmm. <laughs> But I had no idea that I was really doing it because I was just kind of like an uncomfortable, awkward, like introverted kid. So I think I was really using style as a tool before I even knew that I was. I love that. I love how you say like you just kind of use style as a tool, you know, because as teenagers, like we go through that period of feeling like really awkward. And so, you know, I love how your mission is to like empower women with their style, you know, and and so I just I love that idea. Like, when did you decide to kind of start? Like, how long have you been doing this personal styling? So I've been doing it off and on for about 10 years. But wow, for the last um, five. Yeah really exciting so I was kind of doing it off and on when I was working with um, celebrities in Hollywood and I realized that personal styling uh, gave me a tool or like a vehicle to kind of empower women the way you feel. That is so awesome and I love how I I just, I keep coming back to this because this is something that I saw over and over and again in your style guide, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, or your style diary, you know, is like being empowered and kind of feeling comfortable, you know, in your own skin and clothes that make you feel great, you know, because everybody knows that when you have on a bomb outfit, you know, when you're like all put together, you feel better, like you walk with more confidence and with more purpose. So I love how, you know, you're really, like your goal is not just to, oh, let me put you in these pretty clothes, but to really kind of help you feel better about yourself, you know, and to kind of, I I don't know, like, I just feel inspired by your whole, you know, the whole style diary thing. But, you know, I'm sure there are other emotions that you would describe. So like, what are the kind of things that you are wanting your, your ladies to feel that you're styling? Thank you. Um, (laughs) You know, I really just want to teach them, to be honest, like, I want them to know that there are no rules. Like, you look at magazines and you, like, watch Fashion Police, right? And (laughs) rules and negative things that people are saying about women and, like, no horizontal stripes and black is, like, the most flattering thing. And it's not true. (laughs) There is totally, like, a formula to dressing your body and making, like, you feel comfortable in everything that you're wearing, no matter what it is. So I think that's my main goal. Like, I just want people to kind of, let their inhibitions go and just feel good. 
I love that, letting your inhibitions go. And like the rules, like you are so right. Like the whole fashion police thing. Like I just, sometimes when I get dressed, I just think like, oh man, is someone gonna criticize me because I'm wearing white after Labor Day or like whatever those other crazy rules are. And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> let me just put my sweatpants on. Like no one judges you for sweatpants. I don't know why, but you don't get judged for sweatpants. <laughs> totally like put ourselves down before we even leave the house so and isn't that unfortunate like you know as women we have so many things to stress about and like you know it, it's so much already going against us that we stress our own selves out just by getting dressed like the most basic thing you can't go anywhere without being dressed and you stress yourself out about it like, and you're not comfortable like I know one time I wore um because I know the whole black as a flattering color so I bought this quote unquote little black dress but it was too little so it still wasn't flattering <laughs> And I was like, uh, I don't know. It's a little <laughs> sure yeah, yeah, totally. It was too little. I love yes. it. Yes. And it, it just, it doesn't work. Like, it's wow. still not flattering. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, forget the colors. It's all about fit, you know? Like, right. You're going to rock that. You're right. You're going to feel like super bomb. And like, your whole day is going to be so much better. Yes. So I want to talk a little high level before we kind of get more into the nitty gritty. So um, tell me some of your goals for your business as a personal stylist. Like, um, you know, what do, where do you want your business to be in the next year or so? Sure. So it kind of started off like a small, like I wanted to affect change in the community. I wanted to like help women locally. Um, so I would like, I volunteered for, um, nonprofits and I would I would dress their people for job interviews and things like that and so I would like volunteer in the community and I would help one-on-one -on -one clients but I realized that there's there's so many women who could use like a little bit of like of a boost you know and I can't do it all over the place <laughs> <laughs> what I'd love to do is like grow virtually so that's why I created the style diary that you were talking about to kind of like give women a baseline so they know how to explore this style as a tool concept and they can really figure out like where they are who they want to be and like how they can dress to accomplish that and i just i want to make it accessible for everyone so locationally and price-wise i love that i love how you're taking it from something that you're doing locally to providing something that anybody can um, use. And it's definitely important, I think, with personal style and, and you know, just um, that whole confidence factor, because I know a lot of people, when you think about the clothes that you wear, you wear them, a lot of times people wear clothes to cover them up. So I wear sweatpants to cover up the fact that I have hips, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I love my hips, but I don't know the most flattering clothes, you know, to make them actually look decent and not look, you know, just, like these humongous things. And so it's just, it's nice that you have this um, style diary that we're gonna talk about, I'm so excited to talk about it, um, but that you have this thing that can kind of let people, you know, see what they're wearing and what they want to wear, you know, and helping them find those things that are gonna complement them and make them ultimately feel confident. I think that's the most important thing. And that's something that I kind of learned from reading your diary, your style diary is that like, you know, you want people to feel confident about what they're wearing, you know, because when you're confident, like you just walk a little different. Like I, I find myself being way more sassy when I'm confident in my app, like, okay, <laughs> you know, so that's always super nice goal right like you don't want to second guess yourself especially like at work or like on a first date or something. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> so many women coming to me, like mostly like in transition. So they're like trying to level up in their career or start a business or um, they're dating again and they just are not feeling comfortable getting out there. So dressing the part just takes one less thing off your plate. Like you don't have to worry about them second guessing you. Yes, I love that. I love that. So um, still talking on a high level, we're going to dig into your, your actual, I have two questions. So what are some of the struggles that you've had in your business thus far? So not necessarily with your clients, but like just with being a personal stylist, what kind of struggles have you encountered? Okay. Um, so I guess something that is like really hard to overcome is that I don't get a lot of referral business which is crazy because you think that you would, but some of my clients, I think want to like hide me away. As mm. like, <laughs> Their secret <laughs> weapon. <laughs> They're like, they just don't, they don't want to let other people know that they've had a stylist because it's kind of like a luxury thing and they want to kind of like take credit for their like put together style. And it's totally like counterintuitive. You see, everyone who my hairstylist is, you know? <laughs> right. Like we're always sharing, you know, who does our makeup, who does our hair. Why not share your personal stylist? Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> totally. So this last, like, I would say the last like six months, I've really been um, diving into like my core customer and figuring out like who I can really best serve. And I think that person, the one who like is kind of like hiding me away, they're probably not like my target. So as a business owner, that's, I found that it's really important that I nail it down and figure out who I really am speaking to. Um, because those women, they want to lift their fellow like sisters up and they want to like help them out, um, give them all like the tips and tricks that they've learned, you know, and pass it, pass it along. I love how you just said that because it's so important for us to kind of know exactly who we're talking about and to, you know, do what, what works for us or, or what we want to see. So like as a photographer, you know, I love when my clients share my work and, and say like, oh, you know, Kay did this for me. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's the same with being a personal stylist. Like you don't want someone to like take the credit for themselves or like, you know, and it's not even about taking credit. It's just about sharing it because what you're doing is you're trying to empower them. You're not just picking out an outfit for them to look cute. Although yes, they are going to look nice, you know, but <laughs> obviously they're going to look great. They're going to look fantastic, but you're doing that inner work as well. You're not just doing outside work. So it's always nice for them to kind of shout that out. And so I know that you're bound to find like, you know, a whole bunch of customers that that's going to be their goal. Like their goal is to be like, oh, wow, like, you know, Trish just empowered me just by telling me, you know, not to wear, you know, or telling me to wear this certain silhouette, you know, and, you know, now they're going to be trying to dissect other people's silhouettes, like, oh, you should wear this, you know, because Trish told me. And, and I think that's like the power of being a creative and like, you know, building that community is that we'll find people that are going to kind of shout us, you know, and, and help us to kind of grow in that kind of capacity, especially with the mission that you have. I just, I just love, I just keep talking about this, but I just love how empowering you are. Like, <laughs> I can't say that enough. <laughs> well, I love what you just said. Like it's about community. And I feel like, um, as women, like a lot of times we struggle with the whole competition element, mm -hmm. you know, like we're yes. always trying to kind of like one up each other, like, look better, like do better, you know? So it's like, I feel like I'm really trying to embrace and like, like you said, inspire and empower women to like forget about that competition and like start opening this dialogue that 
like we all have body image issues like let's let's like let's get rid of those and just it's normal you know yes. <laughs> let's normalize yes. it I completely agree with that. I, I definitely understand. And I mean, um, and so you're 10 years in, so I can only imagine like how long you've kind of been dealing with that sort of thing. But it's like, you know, me, I'm kind of new into the game and it's always interesting to see like, you know, people preach like, oh, let's have this community, let's have community. And then there's people who, you know, they don't, they're not there yet, you know? So it's, it's also like an education, you know, on the part of us creatives is educating other creatives and educating, you know, the community at large to realize that, Hey, we don't have to compete. We can all work together and create something that's going to be really beautiful and uplift and empower everyone, you know? And so I love how, you know, yours is through the form of styling and, and making somebody, you know, look how they feel or look how they want to feel, you know, which I think is just really amazing. So um, what are some obstacles that you have to overcome as a stylist? So in this aspect, I'm talking about maybe like, have you had a client that struggled with how they see themselves? So it's made it even harder for you to style them. Yeah, actually, I'm working with someone right now. <laughs> <laughs> so she, uh, she has like, she has major like anxiety. So she's dealing with a lot of like social anxiety and pressure from work. She's like a, uh, like a very successful engineer. She was looking to get married for like years and years. And we started working together about two years ago. And so she recently got married. So I saw her through this whole like online dating process. I saw her through engagement, marriage, and now she's pregnant with her. Wow. <laughs> so many crazy things happening and I've seen her confidence like totally shoot through the roof and then now again it's like it's kind of like plummeted back down because her body's changing and she's like she's just feeling uncomfortable you know in her own skin and so I'm really trying to build that positivity around the experience and you know shine a light that like you know pregnancy is uncomfortable but it's not forever <laughs> at the end and so we're just trying to like uplift her spirit with some like beautiful clothes that make her feel comfortable and confident throughout the process. And so can we talk a little, I want to talk a little more about that. How do you, um, because I know a lot of people, you know, they have this idea of what they want to wear or how they want to be, but sometimes it really is their own mind and their own negative self-talk. That's kind of the barrier or like the, you know, the obstacle they have to overcome. So like, how do you help them through that? You know, is it through just like affirmations or like, you know, sending them like positive quotes? Like, what do you kind of do to help your, your clients with that kind of thing? Yeah, a lot of it is affirmations, like as we're together and in person, especially with my in-person clients. It's a little bit different, like virtually, um, but in person, it's really an intimate experience. Like I'm in their homes, I'm going through their closet. There's like a lot of memories attached to this, like the clothes that they have or you know, they're feeling a little bit self-conscious because they're a little bit bigger than they were or smaller than they were and they're not happy about it. Um, so yeah, a lot of like positive affirmations. We do some like vision board and like style guide okay. outlines together at first. So we figure out like who they want to be, who they see, like where they want to go in their career and their personal life. And then we build um, like a persona around that. Mm. Okay, I like that. That sounds awesome. And it kind of leads us into talking about your style diary. So let's talk about that a little bit. Like, give us some insight on what this amazing resource is. Like, kind of share with us, you know, what is in it? I already know, but 
<laughs> I want you to share it with everyone, you know, what, what is it? And, and you know, what are you trying to accomplish with this style diary? Totally. So it's basically like an assessment. So it gives people a baseline of where they're starting. Cause a lot of times people just, they don't feel quite right and they're not really sure why, and they can't really put their finger on it, but they hate those sweats and they just, they don't know how to change it. Right. Right. So, I created this assessment because I do this with my in-person clients too. I have them send me outfits that they like they wear every day and like nothing, like no cheating, like everything <laughs> outfits, you know, like what are you really wearing? And so the assessment kind of allows people to do that on their own too. So I have them take a photo and then write about um, how they felt, what they were wearing, how they felt perceived. Cause that's a really big thing too. Like what are other people thinking of you, especially if you're in business or you're a creative, like, are you speaking to your brand? Are you being true to your message? And then I just take you through like my whole discovery process. So finding out your body type and learning like how you should be dressing for your personality to really encompass, you know, your lifestyle and your personality. So you feel good every day. So um, I just want to say two things. One is like a really random side note, but you speak so well. I love how like you're, it's just really positive and it, and it just makes you feel like encouraged. I don't know why, but I had to comment on that. But <laughs> the second thing is that I love your style diary because it's in a diary format. I love how, you know, you you say put the picture here and like you know we take the picture of the out but you put it there and then you have these questions or these little prompts that people can fill in and i love that because it, it makes you think you know because i think a lot of times people don't really realize the reason why they're dressing a certain way you know like like just how I said with my sweatpants, I dress that way because I'm, I'm trying to camouflage something, you know, and because I don't know another way to dress, you know, and so by creating that vision board that you talked about before and just, you know, seeing what you're legitimately wearing, like what are you actually wearing, and then kind of going through that little dissection process of, you know, well, why'd you wear that? And what do you think other people think of you? Because a lot of times it, our issues stem from what other people thought of us. It had nothing to do with our own thoughts, but with what someone else was thinking. And so I love how this style diary kind of lets you dive into both of those aspects. What do you think? And then like, what are other people thinking? And I think that that's, I think that's a beautiful way to kind of get to the bottom and, and kind of help you open up a little bit more about your style and, and, you know, creating a better style or the style that you want for yourself. So that's super awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal to try to get people to reframe those negative self-talk that you were talking about. Yes, yes. Oh, that self-talk, that negative self-talk in particular, that is a <laughs> that's definitely an obstacle for everyone to just whew, overcome. Um, so I know you have an in-person program and we've kind of touched on that. So um, I would love for you to kind of tell us a little bit more about that. So, um, you know, how, how is your in-person program set up? You know, like, what do you do? And I know you had a virtual one too. So if you want to talk about both, you definitely can. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So my in-person program is what I started with and it kind of, it helped me to really develop um, a process that works for everybody. Um, so we start by doing some style discovery material. So just like I have you do on the style diary, I have them do it too. So I get a good idea of where we're starting and then where we're going to end up. Um, and then we work in their closet, so we kind of dive in, like, head first. <laughs> we go through everything, like, shoes, bras, like, 
um, sweaters, jackets, pants, like it is tough, but we get it all done and you're doing it with a friend. So it's more like kind of like a fun girl's day. Like <laughs> we can get some tea or like something bubbly if you want, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty painless. Um, but I'm just kind of like that, that extra push to kind of start this fun change for people. Um, and then we shop together and then I'll create a lookbook for them. So I think that's really important because a lot of people will end up with some great items, but then they don't know how to put it together. So I give them like foolproof guides and like easy to wear combinations so they can just grab and go really quick. Oh, that sounds so awesome. I, and, and you said it best with, um, you know, we'll have a great piece, but not know how to style it. So I have this really cute, um, it's a red leather jacket and it's super cute, but I've only worn it one time because I only knew how to style it one way. And so it's always helpful, like you said, to have that lookbook to, you know, kind of give you that variety so that when you, you know, when you're ready to wear it, you know, okay, I can just grab this, this, and this, and boom, I'm done, you know, but you have those options and not just wear it one time, you know, the same way, because <laughs> no one wants to wear the same outfit. <laughs> I wear that more often. That's amazing. Yeah, I know, I know. I just need to get my life together. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so how can we, um, how can people get a hold of your style diary? And, you know, if they wanted to do the in-person program. So I think, where are you located again? So I'm in Orange County, so I'm in California. Okay. A virtual program, and I totally didn't touch on it, but it basically is the same thing as my in-person. So I'm able to kind of guide them through the same process. We do virtual closet cleanse and a virtual shopping. So I'll okay. all the links that they need, and then I'll put looks together for them based on, like, similar items. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. <laughs> they can find the Style Diary on my website, um, trishtaylorstyling.com. Or they can get a hold of me like on Instagram. And I'm, I'm really excited because I'm starting this fun Facebook group for all my style diary people. Yay! I love that. Yay. So everybody can kind of like collaborate together. And like, I really want to create this community of women that are going through the same thing. So I think that will be a positive change. Oh, that sounds so awesome. I'm so excited to see that Facebook group. Oh, oh, I can't sing your praises enough. This is super exciting. Um, so let's talk a little bit. Um, let's kind of shift a little bit. Let's talk about what motivates you. So what motivates you as a personal stylist? Well, I think just kind of like what we've touched on, you know, already. But there's this like sad statistic that I always come back to. It's like 80% of 10-year-old girls think that they're fat. And it's like, at 10 years old, to be thinking that you're fat, I mean, it's all societal, right? Mm -hmm. Like, all influences around us. It's even maybe like what your mom's saying, because I know growing up, I felt that way. And I was a pretty, like, I mean, I was a pretty thin kid, and I still felt like I had, a, like, a, a tummy to hide. And, like, that's just awful, growing up feeling self-conscious. So I, I really want to change that. I want to change how we're talking to the younger, the younger girls. Yes, that's definitely something that has to change. I didn't even, that's such a horrible statistic, but I mean, and it's crazy because that's how they feel at 10 and it just carries on into adulthood. You know, it just carries on when, you know, like, like me right now, I'm going through something, you know, I just got married and, you know, everybody knows you gain weight afterwards. And so, you know, I'm going through this crisis of like, oh my goodness, I can't fit my clothes that I was just wearing last year, you know, but it's just like, you know, 
changing that dialogue around, you know, our body, because I think that women, especially we have so many body issues, you know, and just hearing that it starts as young as age 10, 80% of 10 year olds are saying that 10 year old girls, that is definitely something like you said, that needs to change. And so I love that, you know, you're trying to be that voice and you're just trying to, you know, and a lot of times, it, like you said, you know, it comes from maybe a mom or a parent or, some, you know, somebody or maybe your peers that say something, but it trickles down. So if more women could start to embrace themselves, we'll give more positive talk to, you know, the younger generation. And hopefully that can change that statistic because that is truly like, that's just a really sad thing to hear. You know, I just, oh, wow, my heart hurts. <laughs> it really is heartbreaking yes you, you do carry it with you and whether you realize it or not it does affect your relationships and like your confidence as you grow as a person so you may not even realize that it's holding you back until you do some of that like deep reflecting and you really figure out like where that negative self-talk is coming from and that might be one of the roots for sure oh wow well let's let's lighten this up a little bit <laughs> So what has been your most satisfying moment as an entrepreneur? So as a personal stylist, like what's been your happiest moment? Man, I think this last year, it's been really cool because I've, I mean, like I've been styling for a long time, but I really have felt like I've come into my own kind of, you know? Okay. Okay. Like I'm really, I've gone through the growing pains and I'm figuring out who I want to talk to. And, you know, like we were just talking about, I've really figured out like the change that I want to affect. And I, I think I'm getting, you know, on the right path to doing so. Okay. I love that. And I love hearing that like things are kind of transitioning upwards for you now that you've kind of identified a little better who you actually want to work with. So what are kind of um, some next steps? I know that you're, you know, you talked about your Facebook group that you're trying to create, but like, you know, what are some next steps that kind of keep you in that positive momentum? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I think, I think just getting the word out there a little bit more, um, creating a stronger community. Cause right now, um, like the virtual side of my business is brand new. Mm -hmm. So the next steps are really just like blasting that out there and just getting, getting women to feel a little bit uncomfortable and then to like join, join the fun and like realize we're all there with you, you know? So I love that. Yeah. I love that because it just speaks so much to community. <laughs> I know. So like, I don't really, that's really my next step is just to keep growing. Right. I love that. Yes. Growth is the name of the game, especially as a, you know, a female entrepreneur, like we have to constantly, I mean, in any, you know, business journey, you have to constantly grow. And so I love hearing people when they say like the next step is to continue growing, you know, because the minute we get kind of stagnant, that's when things kind of all, you know, burn to hell for lack of better words. <laughs> Like, you know, so it's, it's always great to hear people say like, oh, you know, I'm just going to grow this aspect or whatever. And I, and I love how you kind of have a specific aspect that you're focusing on, which is, you know, moving into that online, you know, virtual um, styling space and, you know, your Facebook group, like all these things, because that's just going to continue to build that Trisha's Taylor styling, you know, um, community, which is awesome, you know, because it's going to empower people. It's going to make people feel better. And hopefully it, you know, reverses that negative self-talk and, you know, helps us decrease some of those astounding statistics that we're going through with, you know, body image and, and you know, how people view themselves. So yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> this is so exciting. <laughs> oh, 
exciting. I love speaking with you. Your energy is amazing. Oh, you are so sweet. Well, we're going to keep this energy going because I have a rapid fire round. I think I told you I was going to do this. So I have five questions for you. And okay. so I want you to answer um, the first thing you think as fast as you can. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. First question. If you could get a yacht, what would you call it? Oh my God. No. Uh, <laughs> SS styling. I don't know. <laughs> SS styling. I love it. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I love how I had to start with SS. When I first saw the question, I was like, hmm, SS something. Like, I don't know what I would call it. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, what's your favorite color to style people in? Oh, man. I think it changes from season to season. Like I'm, I'm bad too. Like I, I love to play with everything. So I think right now I'm loving yellow, like an, Ooh, color, yes. like a mustard canary, like a pastel. Like I'm loving it all. Ah, I love yellow. It's so bright and like warm and welcoming. And I just feel, I really feel confident in yellow. Yellow is like a color of confidence to me because it's yeah. so bright that you have to kind of own it when you put that thing on. <laughs> Yes. What do you think is better, a certificate or experience? Experience. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. I think you could get a certificate in, in whatever you want, but I think you yourself, it's even more valuable to have the experience because you know exactly what people are going through and how to help them. Yes. I mean, it's like your certificate in action. So, yeah. <laughs> um, are you a morning person or a night person? Morning. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm a night person all day long. I'll wake up early, but I'll still manage to not do anything until the night. <laughs> I think I've retrained myself because I used to be a night person, but I realized if I'm not getting up early and getting these things done, like I will just like, just get lost in this <laughs> <laughs> and unproductive. So I just got to get it all done early. <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> So my last question, we're going to shift a little bit, but what does it mean to you to be a female creative, a female entrepreneur? Oh man, it's exciting. I feel like, I feel like it's right where I need to be and want to be. It feels like, it feels like everything's coming full circle. I, I think if you're an entrepreneur and you're especially like a creative entrepreneur, you probably always had like that still small voice in the back of your head, like, man, I should be doing this or like, like you, you just have this passion and like fire to get somewhere. So it, it just feels right. You know, I love that. I love how you just sum it down to, it just feels right. You know, because I think so often, especially as creatives and then furthermore as female creatives, you know, we get stuck in these, you know, jobs and things, but we always have that little voice in the back of our head, like, okay, you know, you're passionate about this. Like, you know, you're passionate about this, you know, yeah, keep that job for the money, but like, think about this creative endeavor, you know, and when you finally walk into it, it just feels right. And I love that. Like, <laughs> I love that kind of the, the words that was just perfect. <laughs> So lastly, I just want you to let everybody know, like, you know, how can we keep up with you? I think you already kind of told us this, but just to wrap it up again, how can we keep up with you? What's your social media and your website um, so that people can kind of follow along totally. and get your style diary? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love for you guys to join the community because it's, it is seriously a ton of fun. Um, you can get a style diary on my website. I have a blog that I try to update like at least every week. 
Um, and my Instagram, I always have a lot going on there. So it's Trish Taylor Styling for my website, my blog, and my Instagram. So it's super easy to find me. Um, but yeah, I'm always throwing up some positive quotes or like just style advice on my Instagram. So I think that's probably the best way. And then if I can feature my clients or like my style diary people, like it's my favorite thing to do. Wonderful. I love it. Well, Trish, it was so, so awesome to have you on the show. I just love how positive and uplifting this was. I hope that people feel encouraged after listening to this and to definitely go check out the Style Diary. Guys, if you don't do anything else, go to Trish Taylor Styling and get the Style Diary. You can thank me later. <laughs> So thank you so much, Trish, for coming along. And I hope to check in with you maybe in a year or so to see how you're doing on your goals and just to see, you know, how things kind of grow for you in the next year or so. I would love that. It's seriously been such a pleasure. So I can't wait to see what amazing things happen here. And I can't wait to follow your podcast. Yes, you are so sweet. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you again. Awesome. Bye. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast in your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs.KH on Instagram and check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you creative darling so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.